everyone and welcome back to another episode of middle ground i'm caroline and i'm joe and we are glad that you are here we hope you guys are having a great day so far and i'm really excited about this episode yeah i am too caroline came to the um i was almost about to say like i don't know came to the table storming room brainstorming i don't know what i was gonna say But uh, Caroline brought this idea to the table, and I really think that it is very applicable to anyone that would ever want to listen to the podcast. I think it's something that we can all relate to, and it's advice that we can all take. So I'm excited to talk more about it. So Maya, before we start, what was your grounding moment? Um, Grounding moment, grounding moment. Oh, I had my uh, six-week checkup doctor's appointment nice and got cleared to um go back to working out and all resume all normal activity so i'm excited i uh didn't know i would be looking forward to working out so much but i really stopped working out the majority of my pregnancy because i was so sick um i just didn't have the energy and then in my third trimester was really the time that i had my energy back and I was pregnant enough that I did not want to go and I, I was stuff. walking and stuff. But um, yeah, getting cleared to work out was really exciting. I would say that's my grounding moment just because it's one of those things that you don't necessarily appreciate it until you can't do it. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely one of those people that dreads going to work out. Um, I don't want to do it. And there's never a time that I really want to go do it. Um but right now, I do. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. But I'm hoping that I can um, keep that motivation and that appreciation yeah. for it. So what about you, C? Um, oh, and I guess I'll say now, before they hear in the <laughs> podcast today, we are recording at my house. Um, Matt made some plans with friends, and so he couldn't watch G. And so Caroline brought the podcast studio to the house, and I'm currently holding Gardner while recording. And so if you hear little baby noises or anything, that's our uh, our little mini host over yeah. here. <laughs> She's doing great. Um, what was my granny moment? Let me think. Uh, I don't really know. I went to lunch today with my boyfriend, and there's this new spot. I think I mentioned it last time on the podcast. Um, opened in, Fa- in Bentonville, and it's called Sunny's, and it's like a healthy... Um, little cafe thing and they have like frozen yogurt which I haven't had yet but I'm sure it's great and like salads and like very health forward stuff which I feel like Bentonville needed Um, not that there isn't any but there's just like a lack of that kind of deal and so we did that today and it was really fun Um, and I hope they do well because there was like a lot of people but they're new so we'll see. I want to go. I want to come out and go. It's really cute. We'll have to make plans to do that sometime soon. It's like very much my vibe. It has like little books and stuff on manifestation and like gratitude and crystals and like fun stuff. I'm like, wow, is this for me or what? Like, We need to guys. go um, to Sedona, Arizona. I need to? Yeah. I know. We I've need to go been. together. Okay, let's do it. Um, it is one of those places that has a lot of the like crystal shops and things like that. I know. I just love that. I'm like so intrigued by it all. And 
love it but i know anyways. i really want to learn more about like which ones bring what energy and all that i but i i haven't done a ton of research i know i i feel like i'm good at it and then i'm like i hear other people i'm like wait i know nothing like i'm such a beginner at all of it yeah but yeah like and then like charging them during a full moon i never do that i'm like okay i need to start doing that <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know when the full moon is, if we're going to be completely honest. But people, like, track it. Yeah. Oh, wait, I think it was yesterday. Really? Wait, today, yeah, I think it was yesterday. Well, there you go. But I forgot, so here we are. Didn't charge your crystals. Didn't charge my crystals. Well, dang. (laughs) Well, Caroline, why don't you intro what we're talking about today? Okay, so I'm really excited about this episode because I was getting ready, I think sometime last week, and I was just, like, looking at myself in the mirror and I was really present with myself in that moment. And like, wow, I'm so grateful for this time in my life, for this life phase I'm in and for everything going on in my life, um, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I just was really present and I really made a point to remember. I'm like, okay, remember this. And I talked to Joe, I was like, I kind of want to do a podcast episode about being present and being grateful for the now and to stop worrying about the future and what's to come because I think a lot of people struggle and it's totally normal to struggle with like just what's next yeah what's next and just looking forward to what's next and not being present day to day in the mundane um quote unquote Joe, you want to take it away from there? Yeah, I I remember being around your age and talking to my mom on the phone saying that I really wanted to learn to love to brush my teeth. And I know that sounds really stupid and you're probably like, why does that apply here? Um, But I I was probably 21, 22. And I told her, I said, I'm having this realization that life is moving from big thing to big thing. But the majority of your time is spent in the in-between. And I'm probably going to, if I spend you know, four minutes a day brushing my teeth every day, that adds up to a good chunk of my life. So I need to learn to love that time and appreciate that time and be grateful for it. And I think my mom was like, I mean, all right, but like, <laughs> well, you're weird. Yeah. I don't, the things you think about are strange or maybe she was really supportive. I honestly don't remember how uh-huh. she responded, but I remember it was her I was talking to. Um, And I've continued to have that mindset because there is, there is so much to be grateful for in the present moment, no matter what you're going through. Um, Even if it's the hardest season in your life, I've learned that even in the hardest seasons, there are things to be so unbelievably grateful for. Um, And the more we can do that, the, the better off we are. Yeah, I totally agree. And my boyfriend's mom, actually, she's always said she wanted to write a book. And Mm -hmm. I've always been, like, intrigued by that. So the other day I was asking her, I'm like, what kind of book do you want to write? Like, I'm so, like, I've never asked you that. And she said that she wanted to write a book about being in your, how being in your 20s, um, especially, like, 18 to 25, is, like, uh, the opposite of the American dream and, like, the worst time in your life. And she said that. And I was like, oh, like, I did not think, I thought it was going to be like this romance novel or something else. And I was like, weird. And then I was just like, that's good for you. And then I was thinking about that. And I was like, that's really sad. Like how, 
And I think a lot of people think that, like how it's like a hard and you have to struggle and you know, you're off your parents' dime now and you have to just figure it out. But it's like, and yes, it is those things, like it is quote unquote difficult, but it's the moments now that's gonna shape you to what you're gonna be like when you're older. Right. And I've really found peace in telling myself that, like, Caroline, it's okay you're not a millionaire. Like, it's okay that you don't have your dream car and you're not engaged and married and have, like, seven kids on the way. Like, it's beautiful, actually. I never want you to have seven kids on the way at the same time. (laughs) I don't wish that upon you or anyone for that matter. Would you help me if I had seven kids at one time? Absolutely. I would help you if you had one kid. I think I would cry every single day of my life. Um, yeah, seven if they if it was seven at once. At once, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you would cry for me. Uh yeah. That would be a lot. Yeah. All hands but- on deck. My whole family takes one kid. That's not even enough. No, exactly. That would <laughs> I, like I always think about like Octomom and like yes. those people who have those he- Okay, one, I think about housing one child inside of me. Oh, having eight of those in you, one. That's like my first big concern. Two, once they're out, I mean, you have to do a C-section at that point, don't you? Oh, yeah, I would I, imagine. I would imagine. I, yeah, and so you're doing a C-section, which means you're having major abdominal surgery. And then the moment you get out... Speaking of Gardner's babies. also concerned. <laughs> she also would not like it if I had that many. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment that you get out of the hospital, you're caring for seven. Seven. Right. Like, do you have seven bassinets in your room? How do you tell them apart? Do you have little, like, tags on them? I saw a girl. Okay, I'm now completely off track. No, but it's fine. I'm I saw change. this girl on TikTok this week. I'm very much on baby talk and mom talk and all oh, that. Yeah. Because that's what my content centers around. And um, I saw a girl who had identical triplet girls. Oh, damn. And they each wear different colored anklets so that they don't get them confused. Can you imagine, like, you're born Caroline, and then they accidentally switched you with your sister, and so even though you were born and supposed to be Caroline, you ended up with a different name because they accidentally mixed you up? Yeah, that's insane. I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, it doesn't, no, like, because you're still the same human, but... Yeah, and eventually, like, they know their names, and so... Right. Yeah. I knew a lot of triplets growing up. That was why, like, three, like, two's a lot, but three... You knew three sets of triplets? I knew, did I say three? I don't know. I think I just said I knew a lot of triplets. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There was a lot in my grade. And they were all fraternal. And, or, yeah, they were all fraternal. Um, but, yeah, I'm like, you poor parents. Like, I've only met two sets of triplets in my life. In your whole life? Mm-hmm. That, that I've actually, yeah, in my whole life. Weird. I think. Only two that I can think of. I guess I'm sure there are people I've met that may have been part of a triplet. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, anyways, back to our topic, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I, I, what I was saying, I think, was like, I'm going new ones. Are you sure you just don't want to do a whole episode on multiples? <laughs> I mean, we could. I like multiples. Uh, I've always wanted twins, too, so I know. Anyways, I don't think I want that anymore, but we'll see. Um, but anyways, like I was saying, like, although I'm not like a millionaire and I don't have my dream car and like everything that I think I want in life right now at this moment, 
Like Joe said, there's so much I still can be grateful for, like my family, you know, my health. There's a long list, like, of a lot of things. And I guess that's what we're going to try to encourage you guys to see. And side note, we get a ton of emails, which we love. We love all your emails, um, all of them. So if you're one of these people that have sent in an email like this, please keep sending them in. We do not care. But we get a lot of emails along the lines of, I'm in grad school and I'm, I don't know, 23 and I feel like all my friends are getting engaged and married and, you know, some of them are even pregnant and I just feel like so behind and whatnot. We do get a lot of emails of people feeling quote-unquote behind or that they aren't doing things on the correct timeline right and we're here to shatter that and let you know there is no timeline right it's fake timelines don't exist nope even if you like deep down think they do they really don't because you can try your hardest to follow a timeline I guarantee you it won't happen and also things change so quickly Um, and that's something that I'll let anybody like, I really want to communicate that to anyone that's feeling this way because I'm trying to think. When I was 23, I was single, I was living alone. And now, just a few years later, I'm married with a kiddo. Right. Like, and I would have never, if you would have five years ago, whenever I was alone, not alone, but like, again, single, living alone, told me that in five years, you're going to be multiple years into a marriage. You're going to be renovating your dream home. You're going to have a kiddo and people are going to be following you on the internet. Yeah, no. Right. Um, Things change and they change quickly. Yeah, totally agree with that. And please, 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 if you get anything from this episode is stop comparing your life to someone else's because just like we said everyone has their own path everyone is so unique so like to me it's insane people and I'm at fault too I also compare don't think I'm like above everyone else but it's insane that we as humans just compare because it's like they literally are so like everyone is so different from you has their own experiences their own people they encounter like they're so different and then you're sitting around comparing your life to someone else well and I think in a way it's natural to compare because part of being human is none of us know what we're doing literally no one not your mom not your grandma (laughs) not your aunt not your teacher mentor yeah your mentor literally none of us know what we're doing um now as we get older and as we mature there are things that we learn about and we find out what works for us and we find out you know, there are some things that work for people that work kind of across the board for most people. Um, that doesn't mean that it's a one size fit all solution that will work for you too. And so, I mean, yes, talk to the people who are older than you talk to the people who, you know, lives you want to emulate or learn from, but also understand that if something doesn't feel right, you can do it your own way. You're, you're making your own path and no one has ever existed at the same capacity that you have. And like, that's crazy. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Literally, no one else has ever existed and had the experiences that you have had. 
You are a complete individual. And while other people will have had experiences that can relate and can make you feel connected, it's still unique in your own. And so, yes, it's natural to compare. We want to know if we're doing okay because, again, none of us know what we're doing. (laughs) But the other, the flip side of that coin is when we compare, we're comparing ourselves to other people that don't know what they're doing. Exactly. Like, exactly. So, um, and I think Joe, and I've talked about this, I know on the podcast, but Joe, you've really taught me, like one of the things I think about, like, and I know you've taught me a lot of things, but like a major thing, which is so weird. I like always cling on to is like, um, you've always told me like, you have so much to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And I always knew that, like, of course, like when you're little, you're like, Oh, my seventh birthday. Like you always have big events and things, but it's the in between that's so important to like really work on so that when the big things happen, you're so grateful for them. Well, and then you get to enjoy the big things instead of be disappointed that they don't live up. Yeah. So I know you and I have talked about this, but they're big events. We live between big events in our lives. So that could be um, all expense paid vacation that you have planned um, that you're really looking forward to. Your wedding, your um, getting proposed to, uh, the birth of your first child. Right. There are all these things. Prom. I don't know. Or even like small things like the weekend. Yeah, the weekend. Whatever it is. Um, There are always things. And sometimes I know that whenever I'm in a tough place in my in-betweens, I'm really living like for the weekend, let's say. Right. That's when sometimes my weekends are the most disappointing. Because I am putting so much... Uh, pressure on the weekend to be this end all be all that picks me up that no nothing can live up to that right um and so I would really urge people to not live for the big events in your life your your wedding's going to be incredible you know like the committing yourself to somebody that you love forever it'll be incredible but if you are living for that day it's never going to live up to the expectation that you want it to exactly yeah i totally agree with that and um i'm going to also use you as an example of this but because we do get a lot of emails of like i compare myself so much to others and i genuinely want to be happy for other people's you know big achievements but how do i do that when i feel so stuck and like insecure about my own reality at the moment And I don't know if I'm the best to speak on this, but I think I can give you as an example. So when Joe found out she was pregnant, I was like, aw, that's awesome. Like, of course I was like, wow. And then when she like, when it actually clicked that you were pregnant, you know, like, because it doesn't click for a long time. When I was having a baby. Yeah. Um, Then I was like, aw, I want a baby. Like, you know, like that would be awesome. Like, that's so fun because Joe's the first friend and really family member I've had that's pregnant. And so I went down that rabbit hole of like comparing myself like, wow, it'd be awesome if I was pregnant. And like, then I would like stop myself. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, yes, it would be amazing. But like, if I really sit with myself, which I did, I was like, I don't want to be pregnant. Like, I don't want a kid right now. Like, I have so much to live and, like, 
so much to do before that stage in my life. And so I kind of urge you guys to do the same and like whatever you're comparing yourself to, because it's really easy to compare, especially with social media now. Um, Cause I do all the time, like, oh, I wish I had that this piece of clothing that so-and-so has or whatever the hell, this bag. Um, but when you really sit with yourself, it's like, do I really want that? Or is it just because other people have it? Well, and because other people look happy with that. Right. Yeah. And also you don't know half the things that no. that people are actually going through. Well, and Or if it's, they're really happy. The thing about being happy and being living in that present moment is not abiding by some fake timeline that after college I'm supposed to get engaged and then after I get engaged I get married and after I get married I have to have kids within this many years or you know because all my friends went to college I need to go to college even though college doesn't interest me etc right um I think there's a really natural flow to feel like we have to go do that stuff and it's probably kind of funny to hear me talk on it because at the end of the day I've really been adamant that I make choices that make me happy not what fits um the typical timeline and I am the most typical timeline human of all time Mm -hmm. I graduated from high school I went to college I got engaged a couple years out of college got married you know now have a baby you know so yes I realize that's a pretty traditional path but I have never felt like I need to make any of those decisions based on a need to stick to the timeline right and I have lots of friends who I talk to and they're like, yeah, we're, we're starting to talk about getting pregnant or I think we're going to get engaged or, you know, and after having those conversations with them, I've wondered, do they actually want to do those things right now? Or are they doing it because they think it's part of the timeline? Mm-hmm. Which is really sad in my eyes. Yeah. Don't live off the timeline. No. Live off your own. But there, at the end of the day, there's not even your own like it doesn't exist um and I heard on a podcast recently that I was listening to and it was really really good and she said ask yourself what if I actually let myself enjoy my life like what would happen you know because I feel like a lot of people are like oh you know I'm just in that struggling phase of trying to figure it out and trying to make money and you know I'm talking about like 21 to 25 kind of people Um, and maybe you're single and maybe you're, you know, you're just struggling and it's okay to struggle. Like it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Like your feelings are valid, but ask yourself, what if I actually let myself enjoy my life? Because there are a lot of things you can enjoy instead of stewing about, oh, I don't have my dream car and I'm not making enough money like Zach is over there or my neighbor, whatever the hell. Like, you are on your own timeline, so live and do what you want. Right. I completely agree. And I think a lot of that is rooted in being grateful. And I think it's really easy to lose sight of the act of being grateful. Um, I think we forget all the things that we have to be grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that a lot with people. I, I just being online, it, it becomes the the big competition is who has it harder, right? 
and we just sit and we talk about all our problems and how hard it is and how everybody else has it easy and you know so and so can do that because they're quote unquote rich and so and so can do that because they're quote unquote you know privileged and now I'm not saying that that person isn't rich or that person isn't privileged but at the end of the day what does competing for how hard our lives are do like what does that do for us right how does it help us it doesn't and leaning into that gratefulness and looking for what we do have heck i'm gonna guess that most of the people listening to this podcast if you're listening to this right now that means you have access to some kind of internet to download the podcast that's huge that's a huge gift. Mm-hmm. That's something to be grateful for. You have some way to listen to that. Listen to this podcast. That means you have a set of headphones. You have a f- maybe a phone, maybe a car. Right. Access to a car to use. Um, any of those things. That's something to be grateful for. Right. And even when like things go wrong also and something I didn't, it's not like a huge like catastrophe that happened today, but Um, this morning when I was uh, parking to go meet my boyfriend for lunch, there was no parking spots and that literally never happens to me. And, and I know that's like common, like that's a thing. And I was like, weird, like there's no parking spots. And I was driving around like aimlessly for maybe 15 minutes. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I was like in this negative headspace because I was late. And then I saw this guy walking And I was like, hey, are you leaving? Like, can I steal your spot? And he's like, yeah, come follow me. And he was so nice, like smile on his face, very happy and to help me. And he just like pulled out and I pulled in. And I was kind of heated still, like as I parked that, oh my gosh, that took forever. Like, oh my gosh. But then I was like, why am I in a rush? Like what's, why am I even like rushing? Like there's no reason for me to be so worked up like yeah it was like a little bump in the road but at the end of the day it didn't affect me like Mm -hmm. I'm literally the same human I'm alive like and he was nice I'm like it's literally gonna be fine I heard an incredible tip for this today okay so I think a really good way to think about it is like with diet and stuff a lot of times you know like if you eat a bad if you're on a diet and you eat something you're not supposed to a lot of times you'll just scrap that whole day and eat whatever you want oh, yeah you know and so I think this advice was geared more toward healthy eating but I immediately um tucked it away in my brain to work on like gratefulness in my attitude and it was basically saying break up your day into quarters like it's a um like a basketball game or whatever mm-hmm. and that way you know if you have a tough morning when you're moving into that, um, like early afternoon time, you're in a new quarter. And so let's refresh, let's get out, let's take on the day rather than scrapping your whole day. Um, and I, I think that's going to be really good for me because I have a tendency that if the morning doesn't go well, I really like carry that into my afternoon. Mm. Um, and, and with this way of thinking where I'm like, all right, let's reset. Instead of letting it carry, it's like I have that halftime where I'm like, all right, we got to sit. We got to 
get it together. We can't let the whole day be that way. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we got to regroup and we're going to take on this second half and have a better attitude. Yeah. I love that. And I've, so I've always like, I think I've been pretty good, um, at doing that and just subconsciously because I, when I was little, even like first grade, maybe people would be like, I'm having a horrible day, you know, like little kids, everyone says that. But like when I was little, I remember people, like kids around me saying that and I'm like why like are you okay like what and I thought like that meant like their mom died or like horrible like I went to that extreme and they're like no like I just didn't get my fruit cup in my lunch or something small and I always was like what that made your whole day bad yeah like what and then you know as I've gotten older I realize I'm really good at that, like really good at like separating and being like, okay, it doesn't mean you have a bad life. It doesn't mean you have a bad day. And that's a good tip actually for people because also like, say for instance, I let the parking situation really affect me. Then I would go to lunch and be like projected on my boyfriend and be like, oh, and he didn't do anything. Like literally no one did anything. They're just the parking spots are all filled. Like no one did anything to me. It's just how it happened. And so, yeah, I think that's a really good tip actually. And just to not like get so stewed up about little things, like, cause little things do happen, but you can always, even if little things happen or big things have something to be grateful for. Right. And sometimes sitting and counting those blessings and what, those things are can really help you get out of that negative headspace. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I know a lot of people have this, but you know that like five minute a day gratitude journal? Oh yeah, JC does that. Yeah, I really want one of those because I feel like I would love looking back on it. Um, And I have a lot of people I follow have that too. Like just like writing down what you're grateful for and you don't have to have a whole journal like you can just do it on a piece of paper or out loud it doesn't have to be like formal but just like going through the list people I know that have that really like it because it does guided questions okay which I think is really like it's not just having to sit down and come up with what you're gonna write it has like guided questions yeah that makes sense um but yeah at the end of the day Gratitude. And I do believe gratitude equals happiness. Oh, I do too. Like, hands down. I agree. And people, like, I get DMs a lot, like, you're so glowing, or especially recently, because I've been on the upswing, guys, I feel like. And people are like... You had a rough winter. I had a rough, rough. I don't even know her. I don't want to talk about her. (laughs) I mean, I learned from her. I was thinking about her yesterday or today. I don't remember. I think about her often, actually. Um... Yeah, I had a really mentally tough winter, and so I feel like I'm on the up, and uh, where was I going with that? Sorry. I was going to say that I get a lot of DMs, especially recently, like, you're glowing, like, you seem like you're really, like, living your best life, like, how? Like, what did you do differently? Because, whatever, I guess they can see it through the Instagram, Um, and in real life, people have told me that, and I'm like... I'm grateful. Like I'm grateful for my life and for the things I have um, and things to come because there's Mm -hmm. things coming. Like it's not like I've hit this peak and I know it all and I have it all and I'm 
awesome. Like I'm going to hit a valley again. I'm going to hit more peaks in the future, but it's great being grateful for it all. Cause we're just humans and we're meant to learn like, and what's the goal to never peak. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah, exactly. I always, that's kind of my motto. Mm-hmm. Never peaking. Right. Or always peaking. Depends yeah. on how you think about <laughs> always it. Always staying at the peak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that's really true is life is a roller coaster. And if you can see that it's a roller coaster, um, it makes it easier to not be so hard on yourself when you're in the valleys and uh, to really sit in the moment and appreciate and enjoy it when you're at the peaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes it all better. Yeah. Makes it easier to walk that path. Right. It really does. And I will say, like, being present, because I feel like when I was younger and even, like, a year ago, I always chased, um, like, I'll be happy when I'm on vacation or I'll be happy when I'm, like, traveling because I literally love doing that. And, of course, during COVID, I learned a lot because I had to be still with myself and really think about who I am and, like, what really makes me happy because... Like, traveling's amazing, and it's great, but it's not, like... It's not what makes you happy. Right. Not that you don't enjoy it. Right. Not that it's not a really positive thing. But at the root of it, is that truly what makes you happy? Right. And the answer is no. Like, it's not. You can be happy anywhere doing anything. Right. And I didn't... I thought... And I thought that was something that was wrong with me when I was younger. I'm like oh my gosh, I'm always going to have to be on the go to be happy. And like, and if you feel like that, just know you don't, you can be happy literally Monday through Friday doing nothing, um, or doing, you know, just your day to day things because, and I don't think I've really, um, analyzed what I did to have this perspective. Like I haven't really thought it all through, but I really don't look for like escaping or running away anymore to cope with things. But I will say when I had to sit still, like I had immense anxiety, like I've talked about of like, oh my gosh, I have to sit with myself, sit with my thoughts, sit with my past, you know, think about all this stuff. Um, But again, in the in-betweens, which I feel like COVID was a huge in-between for like everyone because nothing was happening. I realized I had to work hard with my mindset, with my health, with everything, my relationships, so that now that COVID's like kind of going away, I'm like so much more grateful for everything, mm-hmm. like even like a cold, a warm shower or whatever the hell, because I'm actively working on being happy and grateful in the in-betweens rather than waiting well I think a sentence that you used earlier that I wanted to repeat I think one of the most toxic sentences that we can say to ourselves is I will be happy when yeah fill in the blank because at the root of the problem money's not going to make you happy Trips aren't going to make you happy. Love, People, yeah. love isn't going to make you happy. That's a big thing. Like love, like if you think that finding a human to quote unquote fix you is mm-hmm. going to make you happy, that's not a thing. No. Everyone has their own baggage. Like 
even if you're married to your absolute like soulmate, which I believe in soulmates, but even if you're married to them, they're not going to like cure everything bad in your life. No. And like, I, like I just said money and I know somebody here's listening and they're thinking, yeah, but, um, if I made enough money that I wasn't worried about paying my rent each month, then I would be happy. And I promise you, you're just going to find something else to be stressed about. Right. Um, so there is something to say about, yes, financial security is a wonderful thing and it can ease your stress. And yes, partnership and marriage and friendships, those are all beautiful things that add to our lives. Um, and same thing, vacations are wonderful, but they are not going to fulfill you and make you happy. And so you have to really focus on yourself and figure out where you want to be because that's where it's going to be easiest to compare, mm, Yeah, I think. Yeah. It's when you're scrolling online and you see somebody doing something wonderful and you're like, oh, easy for them because this, 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 and this right. that they have that you don't. Exactly. And what I will say to that is, when I see somebody doing 10 times, in, in my perception, 10 times better than me online, I try to never think easy for them to do, fill in the blank here. Because if I ever achieve what I perceive they're doing, I hope that people don't look at me that way. Yeah. I want them to feel inspired or to feel, you know, happy for me. Right. But on the, on the same, like, you know, vibe, you do compare yourself to others and like that have more or have whatever. Yeah. But also people are doing that to you. Right. And people want to be in your shoes and you're sitting there like not being grateful for that. Right. You know, or like I see a lot of things like, oh my gosh, I just realized like I'm living the life I manifested or I prayed for and I'm like, what? And really like thinking about that is like, it will change your whole perspective in life, really. It's like being grateful, like, I made it, quote unquote. Because the there's problems still so never much. end. What? The problems never end. No. The stress never ends. Right. The, you know, um, I don't know, problems is still what's coming to my mind. Mm -hmm. but, but that stuff never ends. There is always something to worry about. There is always something to stress about. And so if you don't learn how to be grateful or in the moment, I promise whatever problem you have right now, the moment it's solved, there will just be another one. Yeah. And I don't say that to be discouraging. I yeah. know that that probably sounds, you're like, well, shit, Joe. Yeah. Problems you know, all my life. I, you know, I'm just going to keep having, no, no, the issues will change and they will evolve and they might be problems that are easier at times or things that are harder. Some things that are solvable, some things that aren't. Mm -hmm. um, my point in saying that is if you're constantly living in a way that you're focused on your problems, no matter how big or small, you will always be living in a way that you're focused on your problems. Yeah. And they'll always be there. Right. And you know what else will always be there is the ability to be grateful. Yeah. 
For real. And when you're comparing also, like, when I was like, oh, I wish I had a baby. Like, it's not like... I still like, think that's so funny. I know. It's not like when Joe had a baby, it solved all her problems like she's talking about. Like, she still has... She's still Joe. Like, she's not like, oh, my baby made me amazing, which it did. Like, it shaped your perspective in a new way. For sure. But it's not like, like, I'm still talking to you and you're still Joe. Like, it's not like I'm not a whole new person. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, like, they're probably so happy with their baby. Like, having a baby is a lot of work. Yeah, it's something, guys. So, like, and... I hopefully want to experience that one day, but not now. No, like when I'm you're good. ready, in yeah. your own time. Right, on my own timeline. Because I don't need to rush and compare and go out and get pregnant just because Joe has a baby. No, you're so much younger than me. Not that it's a timeline yes. thing. You can be 21 and have a baby. You can be 35 and have your first baby. Right. There is no right. But let me tell you, for Caroline, right would definitely not be right now. <laughs> exactly. Like, we would make it work. Oh, yeah. You, no matter what, you yes. would be phenomenal. I have no doubt in my mind. Yes. But that is not the path I would pick from, for you if I got to choose. Right. Neither for me. But, um, yeah, it's just interesting. when. And then, like I said, actually sit down with yourself and be like, do I actually want that? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people my age right now are getting engaged Um, and that's very common in the South for, you know, younger engagements and stuff like that. Totally normal. And I did the same thing with people. I'm like, I want to be engaged. Like I want to have a pretty ring on my finger. I'm like, do I really like, no, what am I even talking about? And I can stop myself. Well, I remember, so I'm not from the South. I'm from the Midwest. And I know there are people who get married young in the Midwest. If you're from small town Midwest, but I'm from more of a or like mid-sized town um like two hundred thousand or so so definitely not small um and the reason I say that is none of my friends from high school like they're just now starting to get married in our late 20s and only some of them like some of them aren't even dating yet Mm -hmm. um and so when we got done with college I was like career let's go this is gonna be so much fun Getting engaged was not even on my, like, mind. Yeah. And I had multiple friends who I talked to who were like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I thought I'd be engaged by now. And that thought process blew my ever-loving mind. Blows mine still. Just because my, it wasn't that what they were thinking, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you weren't judging. Not at all. different. I just had never even had that thought. Yeah, same and with so me. And yeah. so it was hard for me to talk with them and um, validate them in their feelings because I'm like, who the hell cares if we're engaged? Because that's just not right. where my mindset was. Um, but I have some friends that got engaged even their junior year of college, and it was phenomenal for them. That was the right thing for them. Right. But then in that same sentence, here's the other thing is – I have friends who also got engaged then who were doing it because that's what they thought they were supposed to do. And let me tell you, for the people who did it because they thought they were supposed to do it, it was not the right decision. Yeah, it's not. Um, And so, yeah, there were friends who got engaged at 20 and 21 who I think they made the best decision of their lives. They've continued to thrive and, 
you know, grow and do the things that were meant to be for them. And then there are friends who also did it 20 and 21 who I'm like, that was stupid. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with their age. It has to do with what's right for them as individuals. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you have to focus on day to day is making the decisions that are right for you. Yeah, for you. And your mom or dad or whoever it is, they can't choose what's right for you. Mm-hmm. I was just going to mention that. like, Because I feel like a lot of parents, they look back on whatever they did. Yes. And if it was really good for them, like if they got engaged and married at 2021 and it was really good for them, they think their kids should do that too. Or if they got married or engaged at 2021 and it was really bad for them, they really discourage yeah, their kids from doing that. Yeah, they project that on their that. kid, yeah. Um, well, it doesn't have to be marriage. That's just the yeah biggest one that I think of. Um, and so I always think of those things. Your parents are just telling you what they think is best. From they, their perspective. From their perspective. Right. And your parents, again, they don't know everything. No. No one knows everything. No. So like, and that's really triggering for me when people say they're like, marriage is also coming to my mind right now or college I'll use college because I didn't go to college people are like well I'm just going to college because that's what we do like that's what my family does or you know I'm going to this college because you know my whole family goes there like duh like they think I'm the crazy one not that they're crazy like that's extreme but they think that um that's just what they do and for some people like just said that's awesome like that's where they're meant to go that's what they're meant to do they're supposed to go to college like it was great for them but it triggers me so much. I'm like, your parents have their own lives. Like, you're just in it, yeah. Like, you're a character in their lives and vice versa. But they have their own lives and their own things they can choose. Like, you can choose whatever you want to do. It's yep. there for you. You don't have to listen to other people's, you know, perspectives and things they want for you to do. Like, that's really toxic. And you know something that we hear in emails a lot is you are making decisions based on, well, I don't want to go to college. My parents say the only way that they'll pay for things is if I do this. And that is your parents' choice. It's their money. Right. You are an adult. Yeah. They don't owe you. They don't owe you anything. Just like you don't owe them anything. Exactly. And uh, I mean, they owe you 18 years of raising you. Right. Don't get me wrong. Like, yes. But if you don't want to go to school and you have dreams, go get a job, pay for your living. Right. That's a choice you make. Yeah. That's, that, that's still a choice. They're not giving you no choices. Right. Um, you are not owed having your apartment paid for. You are not owed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's hard for me. Yeah. It's hard for me too. Because... When I wanted things, like my parents growing up, like I, my camera, my laptop, all of those things I paid for on my own. Mm-hmm. I spent whole summers mowing lawns and saving money. That's not true. I guess I should preface. My first DSLR camera I got as a gift from my parents um, for Christmas. So I did get one camera from yeah. my parents as a gift. But uh, my laptop, everything else, I I always bought those things for myself. And that's what was expected in our family. 
And so when I hear people that say, oh, well, I can't do this because my parents didn't buy me X, there are ways for you to do those things for yourself if you want them. Exactly. And yeah, again, back to having gratitude, like there's always going to be someone in your life or someone you know or don't know that's doing things that are 10 times harder than you. And then you're like ungrateful for that. Like I said that earlier and it's like almost like insulting like to walk around on this earth and be like like expect everything mm-hmm. like it's it's you know a bad attitude if you're a serial comparer and you can't help yourself from comparing don't compare yourself to people who you think have it easier than you spend your time comparing yourself to people who you think have it harder yeah like that are successful that you know came from something that you perceive as harder than you right because then at the very least when comparing you are being forced to be grateful mm-hmm. that's a good I, tip if, if you keep comparing yourself to someone on instagram who, a kardashian yeah i know like the kardashians or like i know there are a lot of content creators out there who um do only designer stuff because they have a trust fund and they come from old money and they, you know, which like whatever, great for them. They're still out hustling and doing their thing. But yes, you're always going to be like, well, why didn't I get, you know, why wasn't I born into that? And I promise that person has just as many problems and is struggling just as much as you are and trying to figure, figure out fulfillment and happiness. But the reason I say this is there are also a million creators out there who came from really humble beginnings and have worked their tail off to be where they are, go follow them. Yeah. It's there for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and see what there is to be grateful for. Yeah. And then unfollow the people that you're comparing to, like, in a toxic way, you know? Because mm-hmm. we said that about our in our body image episode. Like, if you are comparing yourself in, you know, your body or whatever education marriage babies material items yeah it can be it's so toxic and you have the again choice to unfollow you have the choice and you don't have to belittle the person on the way not that you're doing that right um but i just i i've been really fixated on comments lately because it just makes me so sad to see comments that belittle the person in the photo mm-hmm. um and probably because i'm doing so much more content creation now but i just see that so often and the people are trying to be kind um like i put up a um tiktok the other day of um it was a sound trending that was like what i wrote was telling my husband that there are very few photos typically of moms and their babies because dads don't think to take pictures. Oh, and then yeah. there'll be tons of photos of dad and baby because moms think to take more those photos. more about it, yeah. Yeah. And so I was telling, and then it then proceeded to have a bunch of pictures that Matt had taken of Gardner and me because he really has taken that to heart and been trying to take photos of us. Yeah. Because I had said that to him. 
Anyway, long story short, in the comment section, somebody comments and said, everybody comparing to this girl, um, because it went pretty viral, um, just know that this is a content creator and this is her job um, to take all of these photos and you shouldn't compare to her um, because it's her job like to make you guys feel bad like was Uh, pretty much the comment yeah um and it hurt my feelings so much in the moment because I thought to myself I didn't take any of those photos to make anybody feel bad like that was Matt really capturing what our life is like yeah and and I and her intent was good yeah like when you dig deep yeah yeah she wasn't like stabbing you no no her intent was all of these moms that are seeing this being like, why isn't my husband doing this for me? Or how do I not have pictures like this with my baby? Mm-hmm. Um, she was trying to make them feel better. But we don't need to tear down the people that we're comparing to in order for us to feel okay. Right. We just need to realize that we can't compare things. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, yeah, that was probably sense. a really roundabout. No, it's like, well, to me, it's like really deep. There's a lot of layers. There's a lot to of it. layers to unpack. Right. Um, because she, again, she's trying to be like helpful. Really? It was really good intent. And I didn't say anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's trying to be like helpful to the new moms. Right. And that was the first time that I had thought about how what I had posted could have made people feel bad. Oh, yeah. Which wasn't my intention at all. I just was really proud of Matt. I'm like, look at how good he's been doing. Right. And I was excited about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it has nothing to do with the internet. Like, you're going to show those photos to Gardner. Right. And that's, like, amazing. Right. Because I like everyone, and I guess the world probably likes looking at, you know, the past and your old photo. Like, that's fun. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, it has nothing to even do with, like, the internet. Right. Right. But when you post something on the internet, the people who see it, no matter, you always make it about yourself. Or I do. Like. Your post. Other people's posts. Like, Uh, as I view content, I see it through my lens. Yeah. And so, you're always going to equate it to your perspective yes because and so human. i think that's yeah. why people took it as you know somebody stunting or somebody you know right oh you can get there mm-hmm. anyway i just i i would say it from that perspective only because i feel like a lot of us follow people online even friends and stuff and those people could have just celebrated with me mm-hmm And I hope that I'm always celebrating with others. And you and I were talking about this before we even started the podcast is Caroline and I get so genuinely excited as the people around us accomplish things. Yeah. And I don't know if I have good tips or suggestions on how to get better at that other than I always try to focus on celebrating other people the same way I would want others to celebrate with me. Yeah, I know. I, it's, it's really hard for me also to give tips because it just comes kind of naturally to me. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, she got engaged. That's amazing. Yep. My first thought isn't like, oh, I'm not engaged. Like, right. good for her, but I'm not, you know. Um, 
so yeah, that's really hard for me to give tips, but yeah, like the more I will say, the more your cheerleaders for other people, the more it comes around. Yep. The more people will cheer for you. And it's fun cheering for other people. I think. I think so too. Because even at like swim meets, like I was like, let's go. Yeah. And maybe that's part of it too. Maybe it's a swimmer thing. Never thought about that, but now I am. Because you were on a team, but it was an individual event. And so we spent all of our time, even when we were competing against one another, you know, yes, you're competing as an individual, but then you're also competing as a team. And so that's kind of how I continued life too, is yes. I'm in this, not that it's a competition. Own path. You're on your own path. I'm on my own path as an individual. But I'm also part of this team that I've gotten to make with the relationships that I have, whether that be friends online, friends in real life, um, family, Matt. Yeah. And so they're part of my team. So when they succeed, no matter what it is, whether I've crossed that line or not. Yeah. Or if I'm in a valley or whatever it is, how cool is it that my I have this team of people that I always have something to celebrate? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And stop yeah, looking just for the things you can celebrate. Because when you actually look at everything like you can celebrate, your life's going to be pretty fun. Right. You know? Because exactly. even like, this is like a weird example. Not weird, but my dog turned three the other day. We had this huge birthday party. She's already three. I know, right? No. <laughs> yes. What? Yeah, and we had like a birthday party and like cake and like. Why is time going by so fast? I know, right? Well, I also missed a whole year of her life, so I'm like, wait, is she three? I'm like, yeah, you dumb bitch. Like, you were gone a whole year. Three? Uh huh. She just turned three. Sometimes I feel like I haven't even known you for three years. Why? While also feeling like I've known you for 45 years. I feel like I've known you, like, my whole life. Well, that's because you have known me most. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, because I don't know. You're just now entering where you're the age I was whenever I met you, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I had, like, high school and college oh, yeah, before yeah. I met you. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Whereas, like, I've been around for you since you were in high school. Right. And I don't know, just sometimes... To me, it feels like you were just in high school. Like, it feels just not that long ago. I mean, it feels like that for me, too, but also, like, at the same time, like, I've lived so longer. But you're in a super measurable time of life. I feel like high school, college is super measurable still. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. each year has a label. Yeah. And then once you're out of college, it's just kind of all free floating. (laughs) You know? Like, you're just out here, time's going by. Yeah. Um... And so five years in a lot of ways can feel like a year. Yeah, that is true. Once you're like out of all that. Right. And so to me, you've only been around in my floating space. For a little bit. For a little bit. Yeah. You know, and I've only been in floating space for a little bit, but it's actually been a while. Right. Matt had the realization this week that he was in college 10 years ago. Oh yeah, that's insane. And he, we were walking, he's like, we're, it was his birthday on Wednesday and one of his friends put up a post and was like something about 11 years ago we were in calculus blah blah blah, blah or 10 years ago yeah. whatever it was and no it would have been almost 11 years ago yeah 
And he was like, oh my God. He's like, I just had this huge realization. Like, shit, we're old. When did that happen? Yeah. So anyway, that's why. Yeah, it's insane. Um, but yeah, celebrate everyone, even your dog. Even your dog. Like, because they're so, like, I'm so grateful for my dog. Like, that's a little thing. But, like, everyone, for the most part, has a pet or maybe it's a fish. Like, you can be grateful I for that. I had a fish in college. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I had a fish in high school. I'm not good with keeping up fishes. My fish lived for two years and then I had somebody babysit him and they tried to change his water and they it died. That's very sad. It was really sad. One time I had this fish, um, his name was Ump, and he lived forever, like maybe four years. It was a betta fish, and I was, and it was my fish, like the family knew it was my fish, and it was in my room for a little bit, but like I said, I'm really bad at like cleaning out fish tanks and stuff, so my family all agreed that I needed to put it in the living room, so it's like, okay, and then for some reason, like, Someone else started um, changing the fish tank. Um, that just wasn't my role anymore. But again, it was still my fish. It was Caroline's fish. And it was so funny. I came downstairs like um, one day for school, like to pack my lunch and stuff. And my family was like screaming at each other and sticking their hand on the gar- garbage disposal. And when I walked through the door, they were like, oh, like Caroline's here. Like, don't say anything. I'm like, what is going on? Like, they were screaming. Like The fish is in the garbage disposal. The fish was in the garbage disposal. And they thought I was going to, like, cry. And, like, it was going to be, like... Is that how he went down? No. They got him out. Oh, okay. And he lived, like, another year and a half. Oh, that makes me happy. Isn't that crazy, though? But it was so funny. My whole family was like, we thought you were going to be, like, devastated and mad. I'm like, do you know me? Like, yes, I love the fish. But, like, it's not, like... You know, I would be devastated. My first fish name was Dobby. <laughs> it was one of the little neon fish, um, and like one of those little tiny fish. Okay. Um, and when he died, we had to have a whole funeral in the backyard. Like I was like devastated. We like buried him. I cried for like three days. Did you really see? Yeah. We also had a burial for Ump, um, but I wasn't like. I'm one of those people, though, it's like, I'm so grateful for the time we had, and I did the best I could to be the best, like, parent. Oh, I was messed up. (laughs) It's funny. I don't handle stuff like that well. And here's the thing, and then my my dog, Bailey, passed away when I was, like... Dogs are harder, I feel like, 11, 10 or... I think I was 10 when she passed away. And that was hard. I remember it being hard. But I've not lost a pet since. See, I'm like that too. So I'm terrified. Cersei, we got when I was 13. She's 15 years old. And she almost passed away this year because she ate um, a bunch of foil with bacon grease in it. And my mom called and was like, yeah, they're taking Cersei in. The vet said they're going to have to put her down because they have to do surgery to fix that. Right. And they won't do surgery on a 15-year-old dog. Like, like, you know. Yeah. And I was devastated. Well, then they took her to the vet. And the vet was like, this dog is 15. And they're like, yeah. She was like, yeah, this dog's fine. We can do surgery on this dog because she's so healthy. Oh. And so they did the surgery and she recovered great. And so she's alive alive and well. But for like 12 hours there, I thought... Cersei was going, yeah. and I was messed 
up. I know. Dogs are definitely different. Because, yeah, when I, my first dog passed away, I was probably that same age, like, 8, 9, 10. And I was like, this is the worst ever. Like, my life will never recover, you know? Because, no. like, a dog, it's so innocent. Like, when a dog dies, it's like, ugh. Why can't they just live fucking forever with us? But isn't that part of, like, what makes them so special? Yes. I know. Um, But, yeah, I haven't had an animal pass away either. Isn't that crazy? Like, June will be my first. You have so much time with June. I know. Like, I always say that. I'm like, when the day June dies, and my boyfriend's like, she's three. She's three. She's three, and they have a life expectancy of, like, 15 years. Right. Um, But anyways gotta be grateful for the in-betweens and everything man dogs Mm -hmm. cats live a long time now i'm just fixated matt and i are gonna get cats when you are yeah can't wait i like cats i don't know if i would have one though like because i do like i like cuddles i like cuddling with animals that's why i have dogs i know i know (laughs) also i'm in this phase i'm like should i get like older dogs yes can you emotionally handle it i think you could i think i could too and i think that's needed you know then yes you should if you can if i don't have the emotional capacity you're right that's why i can't do it because i was down for the count for three days over a fish Mm -hmm. can you imagine like i i couldn't do it if you have the emotional capacity to do it yes please i know because like it it makes like my heart hurt because it's like Yes, it will hurt me so much when they pass away, but it will hurt me but then even you'll more know with that the they idea. Were in somewhere with a meal and yes, they, they but were the loved. idea of them passing away in the cage, yes, by I themselves, know. I'm like, no, sign me up. I need this animal to die in my arms. Thank you. Yeah. So I've been thinking about that. You should do that. I know. That should be my thing. I support that decision. Thank you. But anyways, um, do we have a Q and A this week? Um. Do, 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 do. Thursday is our bonus episode. Do, 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 do. Guys. What? While Carolyn's looking for our Q&A, I'm going to tell you guys the really exciting news. It's August 15th. The merch is going live. Yep. Get excited. We'll start teasing it the week before, though. You guys will start seeing pictures and all that good stuff. There is a sweat set that's super cute i'm excited for it to come in i hope that i love it as much as i think i'm going to whenever it comes in and then um there's a sweat set then we did a t-shirt and a hat we did a hat a hat and did you say phone cases oh and a phone case yeah there are options one phone case yeah what just a phone case yeah what did i say you said there are options Oh, I meant oh, there are options like all sweatshirt, across the board. Yeah. You know, yeah, like <laughs> okay. across the board, there are options. Um, we kept it pretty simple. We did a one with one of our favorite quotes from the podcast. We hope that you guys like what we picked, and then just logo. So you can rep middle ground. Caroline and I will be repping middle ground. Yes, and we hope you do too. Okay, I found a Q and A. Okay. Someone asks, hi, ladies, love the podcast and all that you do for me. Very grateful for you guys. Thank you. Um, She said, should I date my best friend? Really struggling and need your help. Thanks. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. 
Go for it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's how I feel about this. Is if you like them and they like you, like people are always like, oh, I don't want to date because it could ruin our friendship. Your friendship's already ruined if you like each other. Exactly. Like it's not friendship, you know? No. Like you're past the friendship mark. Right. It's a crush. Right. So go for it. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I get, I don't know. I guess I've never dated. Let me think about that actually. Uh, no, no. I've never dated a best friend. Or, like, a friend. Um, But I feel like that would be an awesome relationship. I know. And you hear a lot of stories, like, yeah, we were best friends, and now we're married with the kid on the way. It's like, aw. Because that's really, like, what marriage is. Yeah. It's like, you just live with your best friend. Right. It's awesome. Right. So, hell yeah. Yeah, and like like Joe said, you you already ruined it by, like, Liking, liking them not that you ruined it or that it's bad that you like yeah. them but it, it's never gonna be just friendship again right and like being cheesy like that's the chance you take for love you know like if you love someone you're gonna take a chance yeah even if they're not your best friend you know and also it's okay I don't know like I think if you're long-term friends and, or like, I always, I know some people are like, well, we're family friends and we'll see one another at stuff the rest of oh, forever. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's okay. It'll be fine. Right. It's only weird if you make it weird. That's like our family motto. That is our motto without a doubt. <laughs> like my family always says that about everything. They're like, it's only weird if you make it weird. True. I'm like, it, that is so true. Yeah. Like it really is. Like just have confidence in if you break up and be like, hey, how are like, you? You don't have to. Be their best friend Just, afterwards. And don't read into anything. Yeah. Even if they want you to. Don't do it. Right. Because nothing matters. Like, it doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Go for it. We're, we're team date. Date your best friend. Yeah. Why not? Ooh, I liked that question. I know. So did I. It was different than what we Can get. you, like, update us? I, I know, want an yes. update. Can you email us and let us know if you decide to go on a date or to date them? Right, and how it all goes down, and then when you get married down the line, if you do, can, can we, we be get invited? an invitation? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we basically set you guys up. So yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, oh, I love that. All right, well, yes, advice episode comes out Thursday. If you have a last minute question, email us. Um, we we love the advice episodes, and. Uh, I'm Joe. You can find me on all the things at Joe Johnson Overby. And I'm Caroline. And you can find me at Caroline Stelty on all the things as well. And then you can find the podcast at Middle Ground Podcast on Instagram, TikTok. And you can email us hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. Mm-hmm. And join our Facebook group. Oh, yeah. Our Facebook group's popping. Popping. We we're really some... missing out if you're not in it. <laughs> I have not um, checked to see, but I bet we're we're like getting a little family going there i know right like it's, it's a <laughs> decent amount of human beings right um and i love it also back to being grateful like everyone and being people's cheerleaders everyone is so supportive of each other like and that's the other thing like if you're listening to this whole episode and you've made it this far and you're like well i don't have any supported friends like join that facebook group they will 500 hype you friends up. in the middle ground podcast that's group insane. now and they're from all over. Like, you guys are from all over. It's insane. The idea that 500 people could be listening to me talk right now blows my mind. Right? And I know that more than 500 people download and listen to yeah. it. But Yeah, just 500. Just like 100 even. 10. 10. 
because we're just sitting on your couch imagine if 10 people were just sitting here i'd be like um why are you here that's what i always think about i do i always think about well my stories whenever i post a story and matt's like how many views your story have and i'm like it's like the whole city of fayetteville sitting there and watching me that's like talking nuts. about like gardener or something like that doesn't feel real right it is nuts oh man it's nuts well guys i just we want you to know that we're extremely grateful for each and every one of you yes extremely and live events are coming when this delta variant chills out mm-hmm. We really would like to get some live events going, um, but obviously we want things to be safe and we want to take care of all of our people. So on that note, on that note, goodbye. Love you. Bye. Bye.